It's your boy, Jerry, the TR Expert Washington, here at General Fitness Company Studio. It is Monday, January 18th, 2021, and it is episode 7, season 8. <laughs> yeah, so today uh, we're going to dive into the depths of religion. Not specifically religion, religion, but we're going to be talking about Buddhism, and we're going to be talking more so about karma. We're talking about karma. We're talking about exactly what you can do to bring more good stuff into the world. Because, you know, in this episode, we're going to be talking about how we should have personal responsibility. Oh, I might have lost you already. (laughs) But we're going to be talking about how you can personally be responsible for your own happiness. And it's simple, but it's not easy. But I do want you to know this one thing. Your happiness is in your control. So yeah, that's really what it's all about. I really do hope that you share this episode because I think this is a good one. I really put in some effort into the research. I really, uh, uh, I feel like this was a good one. Although it did come off as a little bit of a lecture and you heard me kind of apologize for that in the episode. But I, 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 regardless of, the, regardless of, the, of the, the format of the episode, I really, really do believe that you... We'll get some value from this. So, yeah, share it with friends, family. Uh, subscribe if you haven't subscribed because I'm coming out with another episode on Wednesday. So you'll be one of the first to listen to it if you are subscribed because it will give you that little notification wherever you listen to your podcast. And, uh, yeah, if you uh, love this podcast, I would really, really appreciate a rating or review. Those really, really do help me. I know, I know I ask all the time. But, hey, I wouldn't ask if you hadn't done it already. I know you haven't done it yet. So write that rating. Write that review. <laughs> All right, let's get this episode on the road. Episode number seven of the T. Is this number seven? Yeah, it's number seven. Episode number seven of the TR Expert Talks. The Good Fruit. Let go! You know, I was thinking to myself, man, we are in a tough spot right now. You know, we got this COVID-19 still roaming around. You know, it's 2021 and COVID-19 was discovered two years ago, you know, 1999, 2019. And we're still fighting it. You know, we got this transition of power here in the United States trying to 
hopefully <laughs> have a peaceful transition of power. We saw what happened in, in the United States a couple weeks ago. People storming the Capitol. That was pretty crazy. Uh, and we just have this overall uneasiness, you know. So I was thinking, like, how can we, how can I bring a little bit of certainty to people and maybe a little bit of positivity uh, so that people don't feel like they're just lost right now, you know, because it's like it's kind of how it feels right now. It's just like we're just lost. Like, what is going on? Where are we going to head next? And what exactly can we do to make things just a little bit more bright on the other side? So, you know, I started looking into historically how we got through these kind of things, you know, and I was kind of thinking about uh, you know, how we got through you know, pa- the uh, previous pandemics. Cause we had some way worse pandemics in the past. You know, we had <laughs> the, the Spanish flu was pretty bad. You know, we had Ebola. <laughs> Ebola was pretty bad. But we had even things like back in the day, like leprosy and, you know, stuff like that. Scurvy, you know. St- I mean, it may not sound, you know, leprosy is like not even existing anymore. And scurvy definitely is not really existing anymore because people don't know about vitamin C. But, I mean, at the time, those things were terrible. And, they, I mean, a lot of those things were wiped out more of a percentage of the population than what we have going on here now with COVID-19. Now, you know, we're, we're not going to get into numbers of who's dying and who's getting infected. I don't want to get into that because that's just a, a non, silly, nonsensical debate. You know, a disease, is, a virus is a virus. And if a lot of people are getting infected, I mean, you should try to do what you can to protect yourself. You know, you don't go, go around... You know, when, when, when it's flu season, you don't go around, you know, just eating stuff off the ground and keeping your mouth open. It's, well, maybe some people, you know, are mouth breathers, but <laughs> you get my drift, you know, like no matter what, you should be like di- diligent and or, or vigilant. Is it vigilant or diligent? Either one. You should be both. <laughs> you should try your best not to get a daggone disease. Right. So <laughs> that's kind of besides the point. But like I said, I, I was kind of thinking of like how we got through this. And I was like really looking back into how people really got through these types of times in the past, you know, because we got through them, obviously, because we're here now. So like, what did we do? And I, I, I went all the way back to Buddhism, to the foundations of Buddhism, went all the way back there to kind of see how things, you know, back then, you know, as I said, back then they had some really, really tough times, you know, it was like, we may look at it now and it may not seem that tough, but those were tough times, you know, they didn't have air conditioners. (laughs) I mean, amongst other things, but you know, it's a pretty tough time. So I look back and like, those are pretty strong people. So I'm looking like how these people got through this and how, you know, what was their, what was their outlook and what was their hope. So in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about these Buddhist philosophies and these Buddhist teachings and have what we can maybe learn from them today. So uh, the first thing I, I, I learned, and this is pretty much what I'm probably going to talk about for this episode, is the idea of personal responsibility or karma. See, the thing is that with karma, the Buddhists, they believe that whatever you do has an, you know, more or less an equal and opposite reaction. So you should feel personally responsible for what happens in the environment around you, essentially what that means is that, look at it this way, and I think this is a Buddhist teaching, but it's also something from the Bible, I remember, I was just kind of remember uh, recalling this from my notes here, so Jesus, you know, I'm not, I'm not a devout Christian anymore, but you know, I, st- <laughs> I went to a lot of Christian schools growing up, so I remember a lot of this stuff, but I remember Jesus said that you cannot, the fruit of a tree or the, a, seed, a, a seed 
can no can bear no other fruit than the seed that you buried. And I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember it. But essentially what that means is that like whatever fruit, whatever seed that you bury, you should expect that crop. So same thing as that, like, you know, a bad seed is going to have bad fruit and a good seed is going to have good fruit. You can't plant a strawberry and expect an acorn to come out or you can't expect, you know, you get my point. But anyways, what I'm saying here is that whatever you plant, you can expect to get back. So a lot of people out in the world, I understand that this is it's kind of crazy to think of this, but I blame a lot of the stuff that's happening in the world on me and you and everybody else that has not taken personal responsibility for it. Now, obviously, I'm saying that I, you know, I am saying that I take some responsibility and I feel responsibility. I think it's good to understand what exactly that entails. You know, it's like, what does it mean to take personal responsibility for what's going on around you? Because, you know, it sounds weird, right? You should be like, I mean, you could be like, well, I mean, how am I responsible for someone getting injured crossing the street across, uh, on the other side of the world? Now, that may not be the case that you are specifically responsible for that. Who knows? Maybe you are. But uh, that's not exactly what I mean by this. What I really mean is that the environment around you is your responsibility. It's essentially your, whatever is around you, you have the culpability to keep, to improve it. Now, you may not obviously be able to improve it right away, right? But the thing is that if you take personal responsibility for it, well, then you won't be upset when it doesn't go correctly. You won't see it as an outside force. You won't see it as something that is outside of you. You'll see it as something that is part of you, something that is around you, something that is within your control to be fixed. Now, we can go down this road of like control and not control and, you know, having, you know, those having the ability to release that, that feeling of needing to control everything. But that's, you know, that's a different, that's kind of a different podcast for a different point. My point here is that Whatever it is that you have around you in your life, you should be feeling that you're doing your best to maintain it. Does that make sense? So it's like, it's not that like, if something breaks, it's your fault. But at the same time, if something breaks, you should feel a personal responsibility for the fact that it is broken. Not saying that it's your fault, but you should feel some type of responsibility. Meaning that it's, that whatever is around you is yours, but at the same time, it's not yours because whatever you have is not necessarily your possession. And now we're getting deep into Buddhism here, and I don't want to go too far down that train because I'm trying to just keep it as light as we can because we can go real deep into Buddhist teachings today. But I think it's more important for us to understand that when you, whatever you hold inside of you, right, whether that be happiness would that be angst, anger, completely, you know, full anger, uh, you know, any other emotion, whatever is in your heart, whatever you hold in, inside of you, eventually will be released out into the world. And why I say that is because we know for a fact that energy is never destroyed. It's only transferred. And if we can think of our emotions and our feelings as a type of energy, well, then we'll understand that it's not necessarily just something that we feel and then it goes away. 
You have, a, you have a feeling of anger and you act in anger or you have a feeling of happiness and you act in happiness and whatever you put out into the world will be spread. If you smile, most likely somebody's going to smile back at you. You scowl, somebody's likely either going to look at you crazy or scowl back at you, right? So it's like it's something to think about. It's like we're, we're so concerned with how the world's falling apart how we don't know what we're going to do next, how the other side is wrong. When in all actuality, we should think about the fact that we are all human beings and that we all need to have a, a, a real understanding of who we are as individuals personally, as well as who we are as individuals culturally. So we have to understand who you are as yourself right? Because a lot of people don't even know that. I mean, I don't want to make it sound like that, but there's a lot of people that really don't know who they, who they are because they have no idea how to make themselves happy. And I think I talked about that in uh, Friday's episode talking about, uh, what I call it? Gratisfaction. Yeah. So it's like, you know, people think they know what to, can make them happy, but they always chase after this thing and they realize it doesn't make them happy. So it's important to understand who you are as an individual so you can understand other people more and understand where they're coming from and maybe have a little bit more compassion for those people because you'll have compassion for those people once you have compassion for yourself but you won't have compassion for yourself until you work on actually knowing and loving yourself and things like that are what like you know that lack of compassion and knowing ourselves is what actually is the cause of a lot of the issues in our world today because a lot of people are out pointing fingers including myself right now right i'm pointing fingers at everybody else but it's true a lot of people are pointing fingers at the fact that someone else is doing something wrong or someone else is not doing what they agree with or someone else is not exactly doing exactly what everybody else is doing and that's a problem because, like, if you have everybody looking around at everybody else, you know, which is good, right? You want to have a, a social community. You want to have a culture of people that communicate. But at the same time, you don't want to have a culture of people that are so busy trying to communicate and trying to talk above others and trying to be uh, – paid attention to that they actually forget what their message is. They forget about what they should be putting out into the world, you know? I mean, like, at the end of the day – I mean, that's a slippery slope, really. You know, you have people, I mean, with this social media thing, as an example, you know, you have one person that may be like a famous person or someone that, you know, has a little bit of clout or whatnot. They say something that is, you know, it's, it's, it's unprecedented or unheard of or just unacceptable. And then because that person is, you know, well-known or has some clout or whatnot, people just follow that and they don't have any idea why that is. They'll come up with their own ideas based on what they heard that other person saying, but they don't really, a lot of people don't really think about why something is wrong. And I, I mean, I hear this a lot of times with the, you know, these anti-maskers and these people that talk about the disease being a hoax. And, you know, I don't want to go too much into that. I almost did, but I don't want to go too much into that. But it is true. I mean, maybe they, whether or not their point is actually valid on, you know, the hoax or, you know, wearing a mask, the point is true that we should be actually investigating and looking into what is behind our actions. What is behind us wearing masks? What is behind us having to separate and quarantine? Now, I'm not saying that, like, we should. I'm not saying we should question whether the virus exists. I'm not saying whether we should question whether we should take precautions against, you know, such a devastating disease. 
But what I am saying is that whenever something comes across your awareness, you have to be able to decipher whether that is something that's going to serve you by putting more of that out into the universe or something should be, you know, maybe put somewhere else. I don't know. I mean, as I said before, energy is never destroyed, only you know, transferred. But I mean, I guess in a way that energy can still be transferred and flipped because, you know, again, and going back into that well of Buddhism, because that's what we're talking about today. I mean, Buddha said that there's two sides to every coin. There's not just like the good, you know, but there's also the bad. There's not only angst and anger, but there's always there's, oh, there's also happiness and joy. So like maybe that experience of of angst and anger may be a feeling and that's a valid feeling for you to have. But to know yourself and to have compassion for yourself and to have compassion for others as well as, you know, the universe and the world itself, you can have that ability to take that angst and that anger, feel it, sit with it and turn it into something that is happiness. Say, for instance, you have something. Uh, I, I told a story a while back about a farm. Uh, it was an ancient pro- Chinese proverb about a, 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 a farmer. I guess I can kind of give you the the, 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 the abbreviated version. Essentially, a farmer had a kid uh, and his son would go out into his, his son would go out into the field and his son um, pick some pick some food for him or something like that. Right. And his son was a great picker of food. And so his uh, his neighbors came around and said, hey, your son's a great picker of food. Aren't you lucky? And the, uh, the farmer answer replies, we'll see. One day, his, uh, his son goes out into the farm, and he's riding the horse around. One, uh, one day, the horse gets, uh, he gets riled up. He gets scared or spooked for some reason, knocks the son off the uh, horse, and he breaks his leg. Neighbors come up to him and say, we saw your son fall off the horse. How will you pick your crops? That's such bad luck. And he says, we'll see. Son, is, uh, he's healing up. Farmers out there picking his uh, picking his vegetables and fruits and trying to you know sustain life while his son is uh, recovering. Up to his farm come up these soldiers. He says soldiers come up the road. That was a terribly constructed sentence, but soldiers come up to the come up the road. There's a battle down the down a little ways away, and they say, "Well, you're you're too old, farmer, but your son." We heard about your son. We heard that he's a, a strong fighter. We'd like to recruit him. They go into the farm and they see he's got a broken leg. They say, we can't take him. We're sorry. And sure enough, <laughs> his neighbors come back and say, wow, we heard your son just narrowly dodged having to fight in that war. What good luck. And he answers, we'll see. Now, obviously, we can keep going. It goes on and on. But the point is that we'll, we, we just never really know what, what could come out. Whatever, whatever is good energy could turn into bad energy. Whatever is bad could turn into good. But at the end of the day, you just got to keep doing what you do. Respecting people like you respect yourself. And first, you have to know yourself so you can respect yourself. And I know it's really hard to think about this. And I hate to say this because it sounds like I'm lecturing and I don't want to sound like I'm lecturing, but it's really honestly true. And I, I mean, I could tell you back if I, if I probably heard this particular podcast two years ago, I would have turned it off already because I would have been like, Who's, what's this guy know? What's he talking about? You know, but 
I mean, really, over the past two years running this business and really being a responsible member of the community, having a son that I go and visit every Sunday without fail, whether it's cold, whether it's hot, you know, what? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I do what I can. You know, I'm a firefighter. I do what I can to try to be a responsible person in the neighborhood. But on top of that, it's the most important thing is to really know who you are. Love yourself for who you are so you can have compassion for others. Because the hardest thing to do, the absolute hardest thing to do, and I cannot emphasize or stress this enough, the hardest thing to do is to have compassion for yourself. You know, the, mo- the most profound reason why we don't love ourselves as much as we should is because we know all our flaws. We know exactly who we are as human beings. We don't know everybody else. We don't know everybody's story. So when those influencers put those great stories and those, you know, great camera angles and all that stuff out there, we value, we, we love that because we think that those people are better than us. But at the end of the day, we... We need to know that those people aren't necessarily better than us. They're just human beings just like we are. And we, if we focus more on who we are as individuals, we won't have to worry about people that empower. We won't have to worry about uh, people that are hating on us. We won't have to worry about those things that are, quote unquote, obstacles to our destiny. Because we'll be so focused on our lives and the community around us. And we'll have compassion for those people that aren't necessarily on the same page with us. We'll have so much of that that it would just be impossible to focus on anything else but improving the world around us. So, yeah, I just like I said, if I had heard this two years ago, I wouldn't even thought twice about you know turning this off and putting something else on. So, if you're still listening, I really do appreciate this. I I, I appreciate your your listening. I really do hope that you take action on this. And you know, one way to take action is literally just sit with yourself. You know, literally just like no screens. No music, literally sit with yourself. That's more or less like meditation, but like sit with your feelings, sit with who you are. Do it for 30 seconds. I guarantee you, there's a lot of people in this world that don't even sit with themselves for 30 seconds unless they're eating or sleeping. But I, I guarantee you, because like I said, two years ago, I wasn't doing this, but I do this now. I just every once in a while, I just sit, stare, stare off into space and kind of feel what I feel. Just feel the feelings, feel the angst, feel the anxiety, feel the, the happiness, feel the sadness, feel all the feelings that I have with the emotions or with the memories uh, cor- uh, corresponding to those feelings. And I tell you, I really get a feeling of compassion for the people because I, I understand if I feel these things, then other people feel these things. And I understand that if I do bad, then other people can do bad. And that I can have compassion for these people because I know as myself, as someone that I know infinitely, that I have flaws. So if I know myself and I know I have flaws, then I have no other choice to have compassion for others. And that really is what karma is all about. It's understanding that everybody is essentially exactly the same. Everything that happens happens because of something that you may have put out in the world, maybe not specifically or directly, but somehow, some way, a frown that you put out maybe a year ago went out into the universe and that frown turned into COVID. (laughs) Maybe not COVID, but it turned into something that you probably didn't want. So if you want something in the world, you got to plant that seed. You want good fruit, plant the good seed. And that's really what it's all about. Karma. All right, Broham, I really do appreciate you listening to this episode. <laughs> if you feel like someone might that you know might get some value from this episode, which I know they will, but it's a matter of 
will they listen to the whole thing because it's kind of like a lecture and I understand it's not so good to hear someone saying that you're not doing good enough, but I'm telling you, if you really sit down with yourself and you just think to yourself, hey, maybe I'm not doing good enough. Maybe I can do better. I guarantee you, you will. You will because you will try and you will understand that you can do better. And it's only a matter of you just having a little bit more compassion, having a little bit more love in your heart for people other than yourself. But first, it starts with loving yourself because you are the person that you know most intimately. Yeah, and that's really what it is. And I really hope that I got that across. And I, <laughs> But I, I'm afraid that I might not have because of the fact that it did come off as you know, me lecturing you. But I love you and I really do hope that you put out some good good vibes into the universe and do your best to make the people around you better, happier, and healthier. All right, I'll check you on Wednesday. Take a little time off, do a little bit more research, do a little bit more reading, and uh, I'll come back with an even better episode for you on Wednesday. All right, I'll check you later, Broham. Thank you so much for listening again. And as always, keep good company.